Hey everyone, I'm John Dale Beckley, and today we're talking about creative job hunting in the sustainable tourism sector, although the principles of what I'm talking about you can really apply to any industry. Um, before we get started, I just want to talk about post-COVID, I think there's going to be a lot of change. I mean, there were going to be changes anyway that were happening through artificial intelligence, augmented reality, virtual reality. I think these changes were coming fast and furious. But I think what's happened now is COVID has fast-tracked a few other things. For example, our focus on how we educate from schools to um, uh, universities to employees, how they learn and how we teach them. can now A lot of it can be done online through, through different platforms. Um, we're all learning how to Zoom. We're learning how to work. Companies are now seeing that employees can work from home. So that's going to be a huge game changer. The United Nations has just brought out a new climate change report. So that is also going to influence a lot of how companies are behaving and employing people and teaching them. I think also a lot of people are now looking at their health and their well-being and their wellness, like their balance between their work life, not just focusing on money, but also their diet, their, their exercise. Um, I think people want to eat healthier now that they want their immune system to be strong. So I think all of these things post-COVID will become stronger and more, more relevant for us. We, we no longer have to look at people like for the color of their skin or their nationality or their wealth or power, status, you know, those kind of focus. I think now the focus is going to be more on community, wellness, responsibility, contributing something bigger than ourselves. Companies are going to have to start thinking about their social and moral responsibility to their staff, to their environment around them. Um, so I think this is going to, this is not a fad, this is yet to stay. So this is, post-COVID, this is going to become where all of our focus comes now. I think the European Union already have 85% of their funding going towards um, sustainable power, uh, renewable energy, and, um, and climate change activities. Okay, so if we get started, um, I'm talking, I'm going to start off with talking about your personal brand or your reputation online. And I know a lot of you don't like to talk, think of yourself as a personal brand, but I'd like you to think of it in a different way. I'd like you to think of your personal brand as your whole career. So on average now, they say that you're going to change your job every seven years, and we're going to, we're going to move more into kind of a, a self-employed gig economy where people are employed for shorter contracts and then change their jobs. So if you realize that you're going to be changing your job every seven years, then you have to be thinking about your personal brand over your whole career. And as you go through it, the person who you are, your morals, your, your, your way, your personality is who you are, and that should be reflected in your online profile and your reputation. Okay, so if I Google your name, what comes up? What do I think of you? Do I want to employ you? Do I trust you? All those kind of things. So to try and think of your personal brand in those terms. And so the first thing I want to do is you need to choose which channels you want to be found in. Um, of course, LinkedIn's right at the top for, for looking for jobs. But I would also recommend that you're on Twitter and you have a voice on a specific topic. So if we're talking about sustainable tourism, you should be tweeting on that topic. And if I look at your Instagram account, you should show me pictures of that. And your Instagram account and all these channels should be your proper name, not, not an alias or something that we can't connect you to the, to the channel. So it is, I know this is not for everyone because your privacy and, um, and a lot of people don't want to put themselves out there. But in reality, um, 
this is the way the world's moving now. It's a change in the way we communicate. Okay, so stop thinking of it in terms of number of likes and social media. Start thinking of it as a channel for the way we communicate, that people can see you, that trust you, they want to work with you. Okay, so choose the channels you want to work, like, like Twitter and, and Instagram and LinkedIn and Facebook, and then publish relevant content. Okay, so this is step one, is to take control of when you Google your name, what comes up, become an authority, become authentic, honest, trustworthy, and then once you've done that, is to think about networking and connecting in your industry. So, for example, if you're wanting to come to the Canary Islands and work in sustainable tourism, and you've identified certain hotels you would love to work in because they're very strong in, in the sustainable tourism sector, then what I would say before sending your CV is research everything about the company, their goals, their mission, their history, know everything about them, and then go and dig do a deep dive into the people that are working and connect with them already. So go to LinkedIn, find the employees that are there, connect with them, um, research the human resources person, have a look at their Instagram. You know, are they interested in in the same hobby as you or anything like that 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 can help you connect with them? And then once you've done that, if the human resources eventually gets your CV, they might have seen your name on the social media before. If they look at you on LinkedIn, they can see that you're already connected with some of their partners, with some of their um, employees, and it just makes it more credible that you're inside. And when you're talking, um, for example, you might have a Zoom call, is make sure you are organized with some questions and that you really know everything about the company, the people there that are there. Okay, it takes a bit longer rather than just sending a CV, but sending a CV now just doesn't work. They say 3% of CVs are actually getting viewed by a human being. So, it's all AI driven with keywords and everything like that. Um, I would say you've got to be different, you've got to stand out, and, and I'm giving you a way to do that. So once you've chosen your channels, you've been publishing relevant content, and you're now networking in the industry, um, researching, not stalking, but researching the human resources department, the, the company itself. Um, I think you also need to then look at being in a constant state of learning. So. Everything now is changing so fast. So whatever you learned at university or, or before, or you knew before about your job, it, almost everything is changing so much. And it's, it's driven by climate change, about changes in sustainability. It's driven about uh, artificial intelligence. Um, COVID is, is making a lot of businesses change. So you should be in a constant state of learning. Now, I mean, I remember when I was at school, I had a picture of Mauritius on my wall and that was my dream to go and live and work there and that's all I had I couldn't research I, would, I wasn't there was no internet then so I could go to the library and get a book out on Mauritius and that was it um, there, it was very limited what we could do but nowadays everything is online you can research learn educate yourself through um, online uh, just applying yourself um, Seth Godin offers an alt MBA course which is they don't even give you a degree afterwards they give you an education and that's $3,000, and it's a very intense course. But that's the kind of thing I think we should be thinking of when we stay in this constant state of learning. But not everything has to be paid. If you go to Twitter, find the top, let's say you want to come to Canary Islands, work in sustainable tourism, go and find all the players that are there, their Twitter accounts, individuals and companies, and put them into one Twitter list, and then follow them, retweet them, like them, respond, be part of the conversation, but keep learning from what they're publishing out there. Same with YouTube. If you are 
going through YouTube, not specifically for Canary Islands, but you could find um, on the topic of sustainable tourism all videos like TED Talks, everything, and you can put them into watch lists where you watch them uh, at different times when you've got time and, and learn from that way. So there's so much on YouTube now for free. And there's also an app called, it's, it's a, a reader called, an RSS reader called Feedly, and I use it a lot. So I found the top, so my interests are digital marketing, social media, tourism marketing, sustainable tourism, those kind of topics. So I found the top websites, the top individuals in this that blog about this topic, and I have all the RSS feeds coming into my Feedly account, and then I don't have to go to each website all the time. It comes into one place, and I can go through like 30 articles in one morning that have been published the, uh, the, the, the previous day. Uh, you can su subscribe to newsletters. Um, some of the big platforms like LinkedIn and even universities, they offer free webinars or courses. Um, there's so many podcasts out there now. Um, Google search itself uh, allowing you to, to, to stay in this constant state of learning. Um, many courses, like I was talking about earlier. So basically, it's up to you and your energy to get out there and get focused. So the, the only thing I'm saying to you is don't just go online and not have a, a focus. Is publish your content, network in your industry, and learn and research everything around your industry so you become like a thought leader um, and someone that knows what they, they're talking about. The next thing I just want to um, talk about is like, so once you've done all of this, is when you have these Zoom calls, really take time to make sure you come across professionally now. Uh, in the same days when you went in for a job interview that people would, they judge you in the first, your body language, how you sit, how you, now if it's on Zoom, there's different ways you can stand out. So make sure you've got good lights, make sure the camera's head high, make sure you've got a good camera, you've got good audio, uh, make sure you've got natural light on your face or, or, or good lighting. Um, have a pen and paper there. Ask them to please pause and make notes as they're talking so that they go, wow, you're there. Send a summary email back to the person that interviewed you saying, this is what we spoke about. If I understood it correctly, I'm looking forward to hearing back from you. But the fact of how you work and that you're on time, that you've, dressed with, you've ironed your shirt with a collar, that you, you have some intelligent questions about the company, all of these help you stand out. Okay, it takes a little bit more time. You, it, it's easier just to send CVs off to every, everyone, but that doesn't work anyway. So this mini strategy that I've just given you today, I think really helps you stand out and to get the job that you want, and specifically in sustainable tourism, which is what we're talking about. And just to summarize, I think everyone now is trying to get the balance right in, in your work, your personal relationships, your exercise, your diet, and we're no longer just saying we sacrifice everything to make money. It, it's more that. And I think this whole topic after COVID and climate change, should we should include things like population growth, uh, a minimalist lifestyle. You know, this whole capitalism thing saying we need to buy this better car, we need to buy these more things that we don't need. Um, we need to rethink how we are purchasing everything and, and, and our population growth and everything. Because if one thing COVID's taught us is we cannot just, keep growing and, and taking over and consuming, it's not sustainable. So I think if we're talking about our immune system, if we're talking about a sustainable future, we cannot just keep growing. Like when I look at hotels, they're always looking at comparing the previous year. Is tourism up from the previous year? 
So everything's done on percentages in terms of occupancy. Are we getting more? Are we getting more people here? Are we going to build another runway in Tenerife to get more, build more hotels? So we've got to stop thinking of that more, 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 and rather have let's have better, unique, responsible uh, activities and places to stay that maybe charge a little bit more, but are are more um, sustainable because it's not sustainable. If this for example, we in the Canary Islands, if we just keep building and just have one concrete jungle, that's not a feature that we want to have for our, the next generation that are going to come here. So we've got to slow it down. We've got to be more responsible and everyone should be playing a part in that. So the local tourism authorities, the local tourism businesses and the tourists, the tourists have a part to play in choosing sustainable alternatives. Where to stay? Do they have a sustainable program? Is this activity I'm doing sustainable? Am I supporting local businesses, local restaurants when I go out, rather than the big chains, you know, the big supermarkets? Go to the local farmer and and buy. So I think all of these come together in this topic. Um, I hope you've got some good ideas from the creative job hunting side. If you want, you please feel free to email me, and and uh, I will help you. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm actually developing a course on this, and so if any of you are interested in taking this course, you can also my, my email is john at canarygreen.org and I'll be happy to send you once the course is ready. Okay, thanks for listening. Bye.